Welcome back. On this episode, we go into the intricacies of 75 Hard, all the tasks a part of it, and our experiences with it. We touch on so many topics and so much of our life experiences. This is one of the best episodes to listen to, to understand us as a couple. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy. It's about time you're saying this is what I've been waiting for. Thank you for your patience. Took a while. I had to take a call. Sometimes God has a plan that you aren't planning on and sweeps you off your feet from underneath that you've been standing on. Let's begin. Welcome to the Good at Life podcast, where we teach you how to be good at life. (laughs) Just kidding. We're on a quest to be good at life, and we're going to take you on this journey with us. It's so funny because we were just talking yesterday about how your dad has this like real like radio operator voice. And I feel like that's how you kind of like did the intro. We're good at life. We teach you how to be good at life. Because we're great at it. Not really. Yeah. So today on today's episode, we're going to be talking about 75 hard. Yes. What it is, where it comes from, our experiences with it. That's what we're doing today. For a point of reference, if you guys aren't following us, we also have a YouTube channel by the same name, Good at Life, where we're going to be releasing kind of like challenges every week. And part of that is going to be Liz doing 75 hard, which she's doing right now. I did 75 hard back in between October and January. And Liz has tried it a few times, but now she's back on the quest again. Yes. So before we get into all of that, let's just go over some life updates, what we've been up to, what's going on here. So first and foremost, we started IVF shots. IVF shots, yeah. Which we talk about a lot on here, I feel like. (laughs) Every episode we're talking about this, but it is a big part of our life right now. It is a big part of our lives, and it kind of like dominates most things that are happening. Yeah, especially right now. So, um, so with, with the, when we say that IVF, we start our next cycle of IVF. That means that basically I have to give Liz, uh, multiple shots every night yes, for, do. I think it's like 10 to 14 days or something, something around yeah, there. That's right. Uh, so she, she has to get two shots every night and then take some pills and those are, those are really hormones. So she gets very interesting. <laughs> You're very low energy today. I feel like. I be, just because I know, like we're doing, we have this new setup, and if I like s- yell into the microphone, then move like, farther away. But I need your energy to go I up. Mean, I I have the energy. It'll be there. We're do, we're doing the intros now. I don't know. I don't know why you're calling me out on <laughs> podcast number three <laughs> about my energy. I levels. need more energy. Okay. Anyway, I'm really hyper right now. Also sipping on some kombucha, which is another life update. I figured out that I like kombucha. Didn't think I liked it. All Cam- this time. Kombucha was always one of those things that Liz just decided that she didn't like. She is very particular about the types of drinks that she has. Yeah. And realistically, it's basically been Diet Coke for the longest time. Then she implemented seltzer, which then somehow got upgraded to the most bougie seltzer you could get, Topo Chico. It's not the most bougie seltzer you can what's, get. What's more bougie than Topo Chico? I don't know. I'm sure rich <laughs> people don't drink Topo Chico. They drink something else. Maybe, I guess. But, I mean, it's definitely more fancy than, like, Pellegrino or the other no, general the same as mineral warners. I don't know. You say that, but... It is. They don't even... Pellegrino, they sell plastic bottles. They don't sell plastic Topo Chicos. Well, because that would take away from the experience of Topo Chico. 
Exactly, but it doesn't take away from the experience from Pellegrino because it's it a lower, lesser quality of seltzer. A seltzer out of glass bottles is just superior. I mean, I think you can make the argument that anything that's carbonated is probably better out of a glass bottle, that's right? Point. Well, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so <laughs> I like kombucha. I've also started new vitamins, symbiotico vitamins, which on the YouTube I kind of go over what I should be coming out soon. <laughs> what I... Um, tried and how they're affecting me but honestly a good quality vitamin makes a difference yeah for sure right like even the even just the simple probiotics that your dad gave you which was probably like a generic store brand uh really like changed your yourself like night and day almost like you you you, you realized you started taking them and you're like oh my god i feel amazing is this how we're supposed to always feel and i was like yeah probably just a probiotic, literally, just a like cheap, well, not super cheap, but cheap probiotic. And now I'm on a stronger, like a more intense one with a probiotic and a prebiotic <coughs> mixed in between. And let me tell you, I mean, there's a couple things that I'm on that are amazing, but that's one of them. Again, I go over everything I'm, go- I'm on in the YouTube. Um, but speaking of probiotics your gut health is a lot to do with your mental health which is also i've also noticed that my mental health has been a little bit better and speaking of that we'll have a guest on soon to talk about oh yeah that's exciting but we will let you know more about that once that gets closer and you're 100 percent right like gut health is so much has so much to do with like your mental health people even say that like your stomach's your second brain because depending on how the microbiology that's kind of like in there and like how you feel and your hunger, it really can affect your mood. And I'm sure a lot of people kind of have a similar experience with this when they get something that, you know, is nicely slash cutely called hangry, which never is actually fun or cute. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't feel like I get super hangry. I know people who get hangry. Liz gets hangry. I don't think I do. I've seen you hangry before too. But I'm, I, I'm not. I'm not saying. That I don't like regularly get hangry. Okay. All right. Fine. Agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. It happens anyway. from time to time. I'm not saying you're a regular hangry person, but it happens. Anyway, we're doing IVF. Uh, day two was yesterday. I'm feeling a little bit hormonal today. A little bit emotional. I was watching some TikToks before, happy and sad, or making me cry. Um, listening to some music in the car and the tears start rolling and I'm like, ooh, they're kicking in. So that's the life update right now. Yeah, Liz uh, Liz thought when we did the first round of IVF that the hormones had no impact on her until like a week in, she just realized she was being extremely mean to me for basically no reason. That was IUI. The first time of hormones. Same, same, the but first, different. The first <laughs> and hit those of were hormones. less hormones. Yes, the first hit of hormones, I was like, I'm fine. This is great. And then looking back, I was like, which I feel like is what happens with hormones. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right. Like, you don't it's not it's such a subtle difference. Like, you don't know the difference between what's like your hormones or what is like actually you. And in fact, actually, I'm listening to a book right now by Eckhart Tolle, which is all about like presence. And he kind of like talks about that in and of itself. Like, you have to like identify the he calls it like the pain body and like that kind of like takes over and like makes you think that you're like in pain or like wanting to cause other people pain and you kind of get like sucked into that like cycle without realizing it and only by noticing it is when you can actually kind of like break the cycle can i go back to how you sound 
<laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to edit this podcast, I guess, and edit this stuff out. No, I'm leaving <laughs> this in here. I feel like you're whispering. And I know, and I have faith in you, because I feel like every time we do a podcast, I have a problem with something that you're doing. But today, I really, like, I'm, like, straining to hear you, and you're sitting next to me, and I get that your mic is set up for that, but, like, I need more out of you. <laughs> I promise you, I've ran the tests on this, and this this is how I'm, this is how I'm supposed need, to be talking, and this is how it's going to sound really good. I need Nick. Really Nick good. is alive. We, we didn't get to anything yeah, that's super go. exciting. Like, what you, you're what? giving it to me. You're giving it to me. All right, but. I got to wind him up, people. I got to wind him up. Get him going, you know? We, we got to get, we, we didn't even get into the topic. We're in the intro. How excited can I possibly be? You should be so, this excited. This is the excitement that I All want right. from you. Nick is a red and um, purple aura, and so I get him on those red rants. And if you don't know about auras, we'll do an episode about auras at some point. And then she gets mad at me when I get on rants. But it's all okay. The energy went back down. <laughs> all right. Come on. So, okay. What are we talking about today? <laughs> We're then? talking about 75 hard. So what is 75 hard? Yes. What is 75 hard? 75 hard is a 75 day mental challenge. Mental challenge, guys. And you have tasks that you have to complete every day. I'm actually going to pull up the app because I always like struggle to remember all of them. Also, if you're doing 75 hard, and I'm going to show this in the camera, but... Um, people who aren't watching the video, there's an app called 75 Hard that you can download. And this is my holy grail because... I don't know if they're going to see it. This, this is not great for the podcast. <laughs> this is my holy grail because I forget to do things. And, and when you do 75 Hard, you're doing the same things over and over so much that it's easy to forget something. So like having this app and just checking things off as I do them makes such a difference. Night and day for sure. Because it's, it, it gets so easy like you're saying, because it's so repetitive and you're doing the same things every day and it's kind of blending into each other that you miss like the small stuff. And 75 hard is hard. Like it's really hard. And for some reason, the things that mess people up the most is like the stupid, easy stuff. That's like, take a picture of yourself. I know I literally almost failed one time because I fell asleep before I took a picture. Cause for some reason I was a crazy person and decided that the last thing of the day to do would be to take the picture, which doesn't work out really well. If you're going to fall asleep on the couch, <laughs> I think I did fail last time because of the picture, right? I, you did, you failed, but then you like pretended like you didn't fail and you're like, I'm just going to keep going. And then I think you failed again. And then on, I was like, like some okay, other, some other like little thing that wasn't because I was like, like the picture. Cause then you were like, then you double failed because Okay, before we get into what we have to do, the first time I did it, I did it for 20-something days, and I failed. The second time I did it, I got farther. I went into, like, 30-something days, so I, like, wanted to keep going. And so even though I didn't take the picture, I'm like, it's fine. Like, if I don't, like, really finish it technically because I didn't take the picture, as long as I, like, get through everything else. And then I, when I failed the second time, I was like, I'm doomed. Like, that's it. No, yeah, so that's that's definitely one of the problems like if you go into it with this like idea of like oh like you know i don't really care too much about it like it's it'll be fine wishy-washy I, 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 I know you didn't say it but like you you were, you were already like kind of like wishy-washy you made an excuse like oh like i already failed anyway like if i fail again like it's totally fine i did not say if, that you literally just said that no i said by the second time that i failed yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. all right i can't do this now i'm really not no doing yeah it. like yeah, the exactly. first time i was like all right it was the picture <coughs> like let me just keep going and seeing if i can finish all the tasks and then the second time i was like no no now no, i really failed like i not. understand all right let's let's explain to the let's people who might not know what 75 yes, hard yes, is yes. before we keep talking about all the pitfalls and difficulties and all of those fun yeah. things so it's made up of one two three four five six seven tasks that you have to do a day technically eight 
because one of them is like. So 75 Hard is this program that uh, is, was basically thought up by this guy, Andy Frisella. If you don't know him, he's like a very big person on social media. He has like one of like the biggest podcasts in the world, uh, Real AF. Before that, it was another name, MF CEO. But basically, he's built and developed a giant multi-billion dollar business. And he yeah, realized he's an, entrepreneur. he's an entrepreneur. He has a supplement company as well as many other things. And what he realized a few, maybe like five years ago, was that there was, a, there was a bunch of things that he was doing on a daily basis that was making him win every day. And by committing to doing it every day for, I guess he figured out 75 days was the time that you need, really need to do it for, then you can really like make these huge changes. Which and if you think about it is like super smart on his part because he has a supplement company. So when you're getting into like working out and stuff, like what do you need? You need like supplements and stuff. So really smart because now, I mean, I'm sure most of our listeners, because they're mostly our friends, have heard of someone, me or you, doing 75 hard. So... I see a lot of people doing it now. I, know, I, I think I think it's like pretty popular, right? Like sure. most people know about it. I don't know if most people probably don't know who Andy is, but that's uh, its own separate thing that you don't even need to know, right? Yeah. Like seventy-five hard is its own thing. Yeah, a lot and of people. Sorry, <laughs> a lot of people. A lot of people think that it's like a physical challenge, uh, but like Liz was saying before, it's like a mental one. And the reason a lot of people think it's a physical challenge is because part of it is physical, like. So we'll go through mm-hmm. kind of like what it is right now, but basically you have to work out twice a, day twice a day for 45 minutes each time. That has to be 40, actually 45 minutes. You know, you can't be 40 minutes, can't be 43 minutes. It's gotta be 45 minutes. One of those workouts has to be outside. Yeah. So the last time I did this, I did this in the winter, like the dead of winter. <laughs> and I was going outside in like, like two degrees and it was raining and I was just like, it's happening. I'm going. And which is why I didn't want to quit at 30 days, <laughs> which is, which is honestly like really impressive. Cause I thought that I did it at like one of the hardest times and, and I did do it at the hardest time, but I got luck. I, I got lucky with the weather. Right. So I did it October through January. And the worst part was that I missed literally every holiday that you, that exists through there. So Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, new year's, um, but it honestly wasn't that cold. Like even on the days that it was cold, it was maybe like 30, 20s or 30s, which which obviously is cold, but it's not as bad. Compared I, to when I did it, yeah. Compared it to bad. when Liz did it. I tried to do it. I was doing, uh, there's, there's a whole program to 75 hard, but 75 hard is the first section. And I was going to do the second section while Liz was doing her first 75 hard. And it was so much more brutal. It was bad. It, and it was like... So usually my outdoor workout is like a a three mile walk. Um, Right now I'll get into this, but right now I can't do a full three miles. Um, But I was like slipping on ice most of the days. Like I had to really be careful where I was going. Like it would snow and I would have to walk in the street. Like it was brutal, but I, I liked it. And that's why I didn't want to give up because I wanted to just prove to myself that I could finish, but I ended up really messing up. And I just felt like I, the whole point of the program is not to mess up. Yeah, the the whole point is if you fail any one thing, any one day, you're supposed to restart at the beginning of the 75 days. So even if you get to day 74 and you mess up and you forget that progress picture, you have to go back to day one, Yeah, which is kind of the reason why Liz was kind of alluding to earlier that she, even though she failed it, she kept going. And then the second time she failed, she's like, I really got to just like accept the failure. Yeah. Uh, the one option would be to start back over, but 
it's especially if you do 30 days and then like another 10 days or something like it's it's pretty hard yeah uh because you because you've been through it and you don't want to yeah like 30 days it. is you know it's you're really in it you know and so to start it over is a lot anyway so we have two workouts 45 minutes one has to be outside yep. so right now i'm doing it in the summer which um i thought was going to be harder than it was but it's not that bad i usually do my walks either early in the morning or like as the sun's going down even on the really hot days it's been okay yeah, and I th- and one of the one of the big things about it, which also makes it such like a mental challenge, is like you really need to like <clears throat> focus and plan out like your day and figure out like how to do it. When I did it, I did it way too willy nilly, and it made everything kind of real ridiculous. There was several times that uh, you know I'd be at the gym at like one in the morning, trying to get like in my second workout, and you know it's it's fun and interesting, and it really shows you what you're really capable of if you want to push yourself to that limit and it shows you what you can do if you don't compromise i don't know who i'm doing this podcast with but it's not nick this is not your voice anyway moving on um so you have to take a progress picture every day which is where i failed last time um the progress picture this time around i've set myself up pretty nicely so after my walk every single day that's when i take my progress picture i do not get into the shower until i've taken my progress picture so it's been pretty good that's smart yeah and then we have 10 pages of reading, which is super easy. Right now I'm reading. You have to read a nonfiction book. Nonfiction though. book, Like yes. a self-help, like yes. a book that's going to better you, right? Like the whole point is that you're going to get better throughout the process. Right now I'm reading The Third Door, which can we just like come <laughs> off onto, you know, a rest stop and talk about The Third Door for a little bit? Nick sure. had read The Third Door. It's by Alex Banyan, right? Alex Banyan. Okay. Nick so. had read The Third Door a couple months ago. Yeah, so I... How did I find it? Oh, so I was listening. I was listening to Aubrey Marcus's podcast and he had him on and he was kind of like explaining his story and it was really crazy. It sounded like a crazy story and it was just like very impressive. And basically he decided in college, like around his like maybe his like freshman year of college, like immediately that he kind of wanted to write a book about how people became like successful. Well, explain the title because. That's so yeah so okay so so well that's leading into it so okay so it's like how people became successful right and kind of what he ended up realizing was that there was a few ways that people became successful the first way and, and he kind of like in likened it to guys he's getting more animated i knew the third door would pull this out of him he loves this book i've, I've told so many people about this book he loves i'm not gonna this lie book, like but i, I was I was very excited. And it's, part of it's it's written really well, but it's just such a captivating story. But anyway, so he likens success to uh, like a nightclub. And when, at a nightclub, obviously, there's like a few different ways to get in. You could be like a regular Joe Schmo and you're sitting online and you're waiting until it's your turn to get in. But, you know, if the club's packed, like it's going to take a while and you're going to have to wait your turn. Then there's the VIP line. This is like celebrities and people who are like born into wealth that are able to basically just cut the line and get right in. And then the last method is what he realized most very successful people are, and what he calls that is the third door, and that's people who figure out how to, you know, run down the alley, sneak in the window in the kitchen, and and then get into the club. And he wrote this book, and it explains really a lot of stories, personal stories of him, about him getting in contact with these people and how he went through this whole process of you know really learning and while he didn't get so much back 
I think like specifically from like people like he, he I didn't finish it yet. But. Yeah, you didn't finish it, but like so he didn't really I don't know if he got the right answers. He he wasn't ready for the answers that he was getting kind of like at the time. And it was only after he kind of like looked back at everything that he was able to really kind of like visualize it and put this concept in. Which I think that like that's just life, right? It's you learn your lessons when you look back. I mean, like even like the book, the most life-changing book both of us has, have read too, The Alchemist, is the same thing. Oh, like, no. he looked... Oh, I'm going to ruin the book for the podcast. Sorry, <laughs> I, guys. I mean, the, book, you, the book's been out like 30 years. I think it's po- fine. If you haven't read The Alchemist, pause for the next 10 seconds. He looks back on his life and realized it was a journey. Like, it wasn't like the destination. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. And so... Um, but yeah, but the whole book is like... So he's been talking to me about this book for... Nick gets very passionate about things and sometimes I jump into them and I'm like, I'm not as passionate about this thing. And so this was one of those things that I thought was going to be like that, but I needed a nonfiction book to read while I was doing 75 hard and I was like, I'll give it a go. And he was right. And this, this was really only the second time that I convinced her of this. The last time was uh, David Goggins' book, oh. which uh, which was oh which we did. You, if you haven't read uh, "Can't Hurt Me," you have don't to read it. Don't read it. I mean, listen to it. That's yes. that's really what you have to do. You have to do the audio version. He has uh, he has his uh, writer who helped him co-write the book narrate it, and then he David Goggins comes in and kind of like gives like further explanations and they kind of have like a little podcast yeah it's like a podcast and a book it's amazing if you haven't read that book like go read it and then sign yourself up to like climb everest because that's what you're going to want to do like you will think you can achieve literally anything i think i basically thought i could be a fish after that you know like i was like it's a possibility if i really wanted to be a fish i could do it i feel like also like kind of after you read that book you really uh realized that you could do a lot of stuff I think uh, this journey that we've been on, so we've always really been into self-help and um, all of that. And I've always been into like psychology and manifestation and like really learning about like ourselves, how we learn, what we need, like how we relate to people. But like the last few months, like we've really doubled down on that. And we've just kind of like we're bouncing off each other. He's like, he's a part of a group called order of man. I don't know if we spoke to about it on this podcast before I started uh, MBA, which is like a manifestation. It's called manifestation babe Academy. And it's just like a, a, 20 week program about manifesting and you go into like traumas and all different like types of meditation and stuff. And so like the culmination of like that and like the things that we are already doing, like we've really like set into like anything's possible. And that's like our thing. Like we say it all the time that yeah. like anything's possible. Like we could literally do anything we want. Like anything's possible. 100%. We are in a simulation <laughs> and we create our reality and let's when, create the one that we want. Exactly. And uh, I have another, after you finish that book, I have another book for you. Uh, the slight edge, which I just finished, which is another one that I love. And honestly, the concept's so simple, but the fact that they hammer it home over 250 pages Really mind. Altering. I have to read that other guy's book. Oh, What's you're right. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, Elliot. Uh, oh, yes. I forget what his last name is. I forget is. what his last name is, too, but he's <laughs> in the third door. And this guy, you have to read this book because this guy does not feel like a real thing. Honestly, like, his book with him and his team that started his company, which is called Summit, and they put on like events. Uh, is they put on like they they call it like entrepreneurial like. What is it? Uh, retreats? Retreats, But yeah. it's just like they hang out. <laughs> yeah. But like 
super A-listers. Yeah. And I don't know. Like up and coming and people too. Yeah. It's Elliot, if you're listening, we'd love to come to a retreat. <laughs> you could just sign up. We could just sign up oh, and go. Oh, how much is it? Like the mortgage is small. We'll refinance the house. Let's we'll do look, it. We'll look it up. Yeah. I don't, th- <laughs> I don't know if it's that crazy, especially now because they're like bigger and have like more people. But and in the beginning, it was like, you know, the people who were like part of the biggest startups. I just love being around people who are like inspiring and who like have the same energy. I think that's like a lot, a big part of manifesting like to surround yourself with like-minded people and I think that's like hard especially if you've like grown up in one place like (laughs) me and you have like the same people around but lucky for me I feel like we all feed off of each other like all my really close friends like feed off of each other and we all kind of have the same mindset which is very very lucky but also like it's really hard especially when you're like trying to like do something like we're like trying to like be different and go off like yeah most people have like a normal like nine to five and well, we're not normal people which yeah. is which we've always <sighs> known but i think we lost touch of that we used to have there was this meme like oh when yeah we that first meme started dating <laughs> yeah like, and it was like two people stay, keep it weird or something let's and it was be like weird together. let's be weird together and yeah. it was like two people and they were wearing like panda heads yeah and like holding hands i and, think like, i think like he street. was he was wearing like a suit with like a panda head and she had like a dress on with a panda head or some other animal and they were like yeah dancing in the street or something yeah and we always like we like really resonated with it and we always went back to that and then we lost sight of that we both got our nine to fives we both went down this path and then (laughs) we're both purple which again (laughs) mystic michaela if you're listening (laughs) come on our podcast shout out to all the podcasters shout out to all the podcasters come on come on over (laughs) um but we we're like we're gonna purple bomb our life we're just gonna throw everything out and just redo it and do what we want to do and that's the journey that we're on right now yeah anyway anyway back to 75 hours (laughs) well let's go back through it for the people who we went on a 20 minute uh tangent tangent, so they probably forget what the first few things were so you have to do two workouts for 45 minutes one has to be outside they also can't be back to back so you can't do like a 45 minute workout at the gym and then immediately go for a run you need to break it up and the whole point is to kind of like make it harder there's like a rule somewhere where it's like you have to be like two hours apart or something there's no official rules they just can't be back to back and everything that you find out online no i is, he said it. No, I don't think so. There's, but I don't. He, he's very unspecific with his rules. I don't abide by the hard and fast rule of two hours. Although I don't that, that's a hard really rule. do them two hours apart. Like you do end up doing them two hours, at least two hours apart anyway. Maybe. Anyway, so you have to do two workouts. You have to take a progress picture every day. You have to drink. You have to read 10 pages of a nonfiction book. The third door. That's the first one you guys are going to read. <laughs> then then and you have then to drink one gallon of water which is honestly oh. like it, it's again, the things that sound like the easiest things are honestly the hardest things. Yes, You're like one gallon of water, easy peasy, right? Like I'll just chug it. The one gallon of water is literally the hardest part of the whole thing. When I did 75 hard, there was multiple times that I was finished with everything and I was sitting up until one in the morning trying to drink water. That was me last night. <laughs> well, I wasn't trying to drink water. I actually am pretty good with the water. Like I can chug it pretty quickly. I have a little... I have a hydro flask. What's what's it? Hydro flask. No, 32 ounces. 32 ounces. So the 32 ounces goes by pretty fast and I just do that four times a day. I also have a half gallon. The half gallon I don't like as much because I feel like I'm chugging it forever. Also, the straw is smaller on the half gallon, so that might make a difference. That might okay, make a anyway, difference, the next yeah. thing is the progress picture. So you, take, so you have to take a progress picture. You have to read 10 pages. You have to drink a gallon of water. And then you have to follow a diet. And following the diet could be any diet. 
Liz right now is doing keto. But yeah. You do carnivore. I did when I did it. I just counted calories. So I set. I like, tried to do that, but it's there's too much. It's too hard for there. Like I need to do keto because it's like black and white. I know yeah. what I can eat. I know what I can't eat. That's what I love about keto. It is so black and white. And I'm not gonna lie. I definitely there's a lot of wiggle room uh, when you kind of like are just counting calories. And the last the last actual thing other than having a diet is no cheat meals so when you work those two things together you really kind of like have your own integrity about what is a cheat meal versus not when you're trying to go for like the calories and I was counting macros and basically I kind of just made a rule that I had to hit the amount of calories that I was supposed to hit for the day and the protein and then everything else was just kind of like on the wayside and that was that was mostly because realistically like I wasn't trying to lose weight I was I was at a good weight for myself but I had to keep upping my calories because through working out twice a day through, uh, I have like a very active job where I'm like running around the city all day. I was literally weight was falling off of me and I, I had to up my calorie intake like two or three times to, I think maybe like 2,700 calories. Yeah. I feel like the last two times I did this, I was specifically trying to lose weight. Now I'm not. Um, I'm doing this so I have some structure in my day because I just left my job yesterday was my last day um, So I need like a stru- like some kind of structure in my day So this is like my structure to make sure that like I'm getting up and like doing things um, But I'm also on antibiotics for my surgery and I can't really eat <laughs> So the weight is just like falling off of me, right? Like yeah. my pants are already loose and I'm like how many eight days in <laughs> Only on day eight. It's, it's And I've lost seven pounds <laughs> It's only going to get crazier from here. but oh, Well, I feel like seven pounds in eight days is not recommended. Also, no, what's definitely. not on here is you're not allowed to drink the whole time. No drinking. Oh, yeah. No drinking Which alcohol. has been hard. It's summer, and I love, like, just, like, let's go and get a glass of wine, like, somewhere. Yeah, right? Like, we're, we're not even drinkers, but there's nothing, like, better than just, like, a cold beer or, like, sitting outside and drinking, like, a mixed drink on, like, a nice summer day or, like, you know, you have, like, a barbecue it's definitely a hard time to to not do it. But I think going back to what you originally said, like the first two times that you were doing it, you thought it was more of like a weight loss. No, I didn't thing. think it was you, more of you, a weight you loss. were doing it. You were doing it to for the weight loss. Weight. And I think, you know, that's not the right way to do it the way because because like that's not really what you're doing. Like that's not like your objective. Like your objective is really to like get better and kind of get this like mental clarity. And that's that's why I did it the first time around as well because I was I was in such like a chaotic place like in my life I had just left my job so not that long at, not I that long ago that. that's where I am now <laughs> I just let my I just left my job like you know six months before um like I started doing 75 hard and then maybe not even actually and you know every there, there was just so much stuff kind of like going on in our lives between you know IVF and you know trying to get pregnant and all these other things that I'm like I just need something to try and like focus in and like something that I can do every day that I know is going to help get me somewhere to a better place because right now I'm not happy where I am or was at yes, that point now you are now I am um also I purposely so I decided I was going to do 75 hard the day I decided I was going to do 75 hard is the day that I I said I'm going to start it tomorrow and I even recorded a video saying I'm going to start it tomorrow and that night at 3 a.m. I woke up with the worst pain of my life and ended up in the hospital which we talk about more in detail on YouTube but I think we've touched on it here no maybe okay slightly um just say you're on antibiotics for surgery true so Obviously, I couldn't start it the day after, you know, the day that I intended to. But I specifically decided I'm going to wait until I can go for a walk. And it doesn't have to be 
a three mile walk. Like I said earlier, like I'm not to the full three miles yet, but yesterday I did too. Um, and I'm just going to do it anyway. I know I'm going to have, I'm going to do, um, we're doing IVF. I'm going to go through egg retrieval. Like that day is going to be how tough. How are you going to do that, that day? So I'm thinking. That, that, that's how I lost. La- well, I lost knowing that I was going to lose on that day, basically. Yeah. But I think I went strong until then when I was I doing mean, phase one. This is my third surgery in like three <laughs> months. So like, I think I can do it. I You're think. You're just so used to it at this I point. Do. You're like, eh, I'm, I'm like, mean, anesthesia? Whatever. What is that? I don't even react to it anymore. I know, I'm just kidding. Um, God forbid. Um, but I'm thinking that. I'm going to ask them for a later time maybe and then just wake up really early and go That's for my smart. walk and then I'll still be able to do. So I've been doing a walk and then like some like really gentle yoga at night. The antibiotic that I'm on is for a very strong infection because they cultured my infection. It came back really, really bad. And so I'm on this like crazy strong antibiotic that makes me dizzy. It makes me nauseous. It doesn't make me want to eat. So I've been doing a walk and some very gentle, gentle, gentle yoga, like almost like just stretching yoga. But it's what my body can do right now, and I think that it still counts. No, yeah, no, that definitely still counts. And, like, the whole idea with 75 Hard, right, is, like, you doing it and me doing it are two different things. But the general purpose and idea is that you're pushing yourself. So, like, if all you could do is, like, go for a walk or do yoga, like, then that's what you do. But you did the 45 minutes of working out, so you get to check that box. And you did it for that day, and you progressed, and you did more than if you did nothing and then sometimes even like the gentle yoga is too much but i've been just being like i'm gonna get through it and if i have to modify poses i do i had to modify a bunch of poses the first couple times because my sutures felt like they were gonna rip open yeah and, and i was they, like that's not safe in in the U- in the peloton youtubes that you were doing uh yogas not youtubes the peloton yogas all required you to have like <gasps> yoga blocks yes. which is like who even uses yoga blocks i know at home I like didn't, i didn't know that was a thing that well people, that's a thing that people use but if you're not good at yoga. Here's a little cheat for anyone out there that wants to do some beginner Peloton, like, yoga-y stuff. Without if you don't have blocks. They're $10 on Amazon, guys. <laughs> they are. And, but they come in in two days, and so I needed to work out for those two days. I did a half an hour stretch, which the half an hour stretch on that Peloton app is life-changing. You stretch, like parts of your muscles that you didn't think you needed to stretch. And then I did a 15 minute stretch and those two do not require blocks. Nice. And they're still pretty good. I do like the yoga a little bit better because I feel like even like the passive yoga is a little bit more active because you're doing like downward dog and stuff. And in the stretch, you're not really doing all of that. Liz also has this other workout that she does, which she has trademarked yes. beautifully as couch, couch arms. Couch arms. Maybe I'll share it on YouTube. Yeah. Liz, do you guys want to see couch arms on Liz, YouTube? Liz, Liz will post uh, how to do couch arms on YouTube, but uh, it, it's a good time. She, she did that last time. She invented it last time. She did 75 hard and it's come in kind of useful now, especially with the, with the surgery that she wasn't feeling super great yeah. doing all the yoga. And it's a real workout. Like, it's a real workout. I'm guys. like a little sore today. I get shaky She's while I'm sore. doing it. It's, Couch arms. So I sit on the couch. Literally, I sit on the couch, put on my like Apple Watch, start my weightlifting timer, and I do my workout called couch arms that I have created. (laughs) But yeah, she'll 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 post like a YouTube or maybe some reels about how to do that and suggestions. Only if you guys want to see it. So let me know. Yeah. So tell us in the comments, but there's nowhere to comment because this is a podcast. So. Leave a review and rating, guys. Yeah, leave a review that you want to do our, uh, <laughs> that you want to see our couch arms. So, okay, so so you're starting 75 hard. You're eight days in. One of the one of the biggest 
best parts when I did 75 hard, which really got me in the right mindset was that I said, I'm going to do 75 hard and I'm going to finish 75 hard. That was my mentality going into 75 hard. And from there, it kind of just held me to the fact that like, I felt like I had to do it in any time, kind of like you were saying before, right? You get to like that 30 days and you're like, well, mentally in my mind, I'm like, I'm doing it. I'm restarting again until I finish it. So I'm like at 30 days, like the strongest thing keeping me going is like, I only, I only want to do another 45 days. I can't do another 75 days. Yeah. I can't think about it that way. I said, I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to fail. And then I, (laughs) my personality is that when something is not perfect, I'm a perfectionist, right? I'm also a perfectionist. Yeah, but in different ways. We're both perfectionists in different ways. So I'm the perfectionist where if something is not going the way I want it to go, then I need to give up because it's not perfect, (laughs) right? So I have that mentality, but it also manifests in the good enough mentality, right? So like if I know I can't perfect something, then I'm like, oh, well, this is good enough. Like I have to let it go. Yeah. You know, and like not in a healthy way. This is not in a healthy way. (laughs) Well, I don't, well, I think, you know, I think there's, the way that, that you could can, be healthy you too. You can do it healthily. I am saying that I do not do it in a healthy <laughs> way. Like, like you have to know when uh, enough is enough. And I was just actually talking about this like last night about like this whole idea of like the sunk cost fallacy of like you you feel like you've put in so much work and so much effort to like kind of like get somewhere and get to something, and then like you realize like two thirds of the way in like oh like this isn't the right thing no, or like not what I did. <laughs> where we're going isn't, <laughs> isn't effective and you just like pull the no, no, pull no, the parachute no, at no. that point I, like, and like get dip, out of it no see I like dip my toe in the water and I'm like mm, it's too cold no no good enough good enough I tried <laughs> right so that's what I do so, so you, get one, you get one percent in and decide that and it's I'm over like, so they're not gonna work not, for me. Not gonna do so it. I went into it saying I can't go into this with a good enough mentality. It's all or nothing. So I'm gonna I'm gonna so tell you, So you use my method. I'm gonna tell you something that you don't know. <sighs> I don't know this. The first time around, I had a good enough mentality. Yeah. But like I would like lay down for some of my workout if I wasn't feeling well. This time I'm not doing that. Nice. I would, if I didn't like, if I didn't finish like this much water, I'm like, it's good enough. It was a gallon. Like I had a Ooh, glass of water the other so day. So even if you finished I, it. I mean, I had a glass of water like earlier in the day. Like that makes up for this much. Now, like, no, I need to have four bottles. Like I chugged water just now when I went to lunch. I'm, that doesn't matter. That doesn't count. You don't count my that. Gallon. Oh, I count. No. I would count those. That's what I was doing last time. But this time, nope. Well, I, I, I get what you're saying. I, I think if you're. Because it's not measured. I for sure. But I mean, you know, I would go out to eat and I would say I had two glasses of water and I, I'd be like, okay, this is, it's fair to say that was 10 ounces because nope. a glass is eight ounces. Nope. That's good enough mentality, Nick. <laughs> You're right. not doing good enough mentality. Not doing good enough mentality. So where, when before, when I said like, oh, like you have to go into it with this mentality of like, I'm going to do it no matter what. And you're like, no, I can't do that. No, that is I also can't what you're doing. do. Yes. I'm not going <laughs> to fail. I'm not going to. Yes. But. I can't do what you're doing where it's like, well, I don't want to do another, another 45 days. I can't even think about the day. Um, like I just take well, it day by day. Well, no, and I can't for say sure. like if I fail, I have to start over. No, 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 no. I'm not going to. No. Fail. Yeah. No, no, no. And, and, and again, like that's not, that's not how I was looking at it. Right. Like that's how I was looking at it. That's not how I was looking at it all the time. It was like, Oh, like I don't want to go do the second workout outside cause it's raining. And it's like, what if I just don't do it? And then it's like, Oh shit. 
I have to start again. He cursed. I curse on the podcast, guys. I... We're going to curse on the podcast. I think it's okay. Mm. But if not, we'll edit I it out. I don't check off the box that says it's not for kids. I guess. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is, I mean, I think that's fine for kids. Maybe, maybe no, no, you have no, to no. edit we it can, out. We can curse on the podcast. All You're right. fine. I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> I'm, I'm on a, it's honestly surprising that I. this is the first time that I have cursed, I honestly. Know. You are a cursor. I'm not a cursor. So so, you, so you're all in. And you're not, you're not going to think about failing. It's not even in your wheelhouse or anything, any of the options. I will not do good enough. Mentality. Good. Don't do good Although enough. Although I will say, I will say, people say that once you start losing weight, you get addicted to losing weight and you just keep wanting to lose it. Not me. I start losing weight and I'm like, I look great. I can eat whatever I want now. But... I'm in this challenge. You can't, you can't on this diet. But I mean, keto is pretty. It's wide. not bad. I mean, there's pretty keto wide. everything now. There's keto wraps. There's keto ice cream. There's keto everything. And I think that technically, at some point, he said like you shouldn't be eating that stuff. Did he say that? Keto ice cream. Yeah. I feel like I heard it on something. That might be like a cheat meal. Yeah, but it's it's you make it's your, your diet. Yeah, right. You diet, make your own and rules. That's the way I'm going with it. That's cool. And honestly, I'm not eating much because of these antibiotics. So take my kicks where I can get them. You know? Yeah. So, so eight days in this, well, this is day eight. Have you, how's it been going? Have you had any like big wins yet so far that you feel like you've like accomplished and now it's kind of like fueling you forward? A win? Yeah. Like, do you feel good? Like, I feel good. Like do you, so, so, one, one of the biggest things I think for me when I was doing 75 hard actually happened within like the first week. I think it was day four, honestly, of 75 hard. And what? I figured out your voice stuff. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> All right. Thank you for interrupting me as I'm making a point to talk to me about how I'm talking. You're welcome. I know the people want to know. The people want to know, guys. Anyway, so when I was doing 75 hard the first time, well, the only time, I guess, technically, because <laughs> I did phase one, which is a different thing. But me doing 75 hard. I had this huge win that happened on day four that was really four. That's day early. four. No, it was really early. And it really kind of was this win that I had in my back pocket that kind of helped push me through the rest of 75 hard. And what it was, was it was day four, day four for the first three days. But going into it, 75 hard, right? You have to do an outdoor workout. And I had this general idea like, okay, like I'm going to go ride a bike or I'm going to go do a run. And that'll be fine. In the first three days, I'm like, eh, I'll just go for a bike ride. I'll just go for a bike ride. Like that's easy. And like, that was like my easy workout for like when I was doing my outdoor workouts. Well, day four, well, day four comes around and what happened? I got, I got my indoor workout done in the morning and I got back from work and I don't know what happened, but time had moved. I think maybe it was raining by the time I got home already. And you were waiting for the rain to stop. I was trying to wait for the rain to stop and it was nine o'clock at night and it didn't seem like the rain was going to stop. And up until this point, I had never ran any distance before. Like I, you know, I, I played like some sports in high school. I know that's in the plan for (laughs) at some point of 75 hard to run, but I can't do it now. So, so like I, you know, I, I played like some sport, like I wasn't an athlete in high school, but like, you know, I played like some sports and I like ran but I never like went for a run like even like on the treadmill like I would do like little runs but like nothing like run no treadmill. no running really <laughs> you can't run, I can't on run tra- period it's <laughs> running Nick on a tra- has tried to running run on with a tra- me well go go run on a treadmill because honestly a treadmill is pretty easy and like one of the things I'm trying to do is get faster at running and I think running on the tread I've been running on the treadmill and running outside and the I running feel like on the a treadmill hamster. Helps. that's the problem so I feel like a hamster <laughs> 
I could see that. Also, do you see the love of our lives right there? She's so cute. Our dog over there. She's the best thing that's but ever happened to us. Anyway, it's day four. It's day raining four. outside. It's raining outside. I can't go for a bike ride. You can't go for a it's, bike. Why can't you, you can't go for a bike ride in the rain? I it just didn't seem safe. Does the bike like, get rusty if you go in the rain? No, you could go like you know like it's painted like a car, so like it okay. should be fine. Yeah, like, there's there's some stuff that could probably get rusty and so like, why people, can't you go for people, a bike ride? Well, I don't know if I had a light at that point yet, and it was nine o'clock at night. It was raining. It didn't seem safe. It didn't got seem it. like the safe move, got right? It, got like it, got to it, got go it. do. Uh, so I decided to go for a run. Like I figured I could at least stay on the sidewalk and like be out of like the way of people. So I. Luckily enough, I have like this like lightweight like Gore-Tex like rain jacket. Gore-Tex. Yeah, really great. Um, so I like threw that on and some shorts, and I had this like idea that I was gonna go walk down to this like park by our house. I know <sighs> we take that park for granted. We really do take that park for granted. But I had this idea in my head that I was gonna walk down to the park, and you know they have like some trails there. And they have a track, but since it was late, like, I didn't think I was going to go on the track. And I was just going to, like, go, like, run, like, around, like, the little trail there and then, like, come back and walk there, walk back. And, like, that would be, like, a warm-up, cool down, and that would be, like, my 45-minute workout. Just for reference, the park, we live on, like, a block, right? We go down one block, and then there's the park. Like, it is right there. Yeah, it's probably, like, a seven-minute walk, I would say. No, less than that. It takes ten minutes to get to Kingsland. Okay. Liz has, been, Liz has been walking our dog all over the place, and I guess timing <laughs> how long it takes. Well, I guess she is because, because she's I'm doing, doing 75 hard. So, so that was the general plan, and for some reason, as soon as I like stepped, I threw in my headphones. I put on like the little tracking app that I use for running. I, I use it for biking, too, and it kind of just like tells you. Like, I don't do a tracking app. Should I be doing that? I, I like it because... Uh, one, I don't have like an Apple Watch like oh, you, okay. but also I mine like records like do you want distance? an Apple Watch? Should I have gotten you that for your birthday? I don't know. Um, okay. I want, I, I'll give you my Apple Watch and I'll take one of those rings. I really want one of those rings. <laughs> no. I don't want your rose gold no. Apple Watch. Do you watch. hear him? He just rejects me. I, why would I want no. your, why, why do I want your old rose gold Apple Watch? You have a rainbow ring on. That's You're telling fine. me you don't want to wear rose gold? Anyway, we digress. <laughs> so that was the general game plan and I was going to go walk down and do the run and for whatever reason, I... Walked out onto our steps, threw my headphones, lifted up my hood. As soon as I walked down the steps, I just started running. And again, like I had never ran before, like at distance. And did you decide you were going to run? You weren't going to walk? I didn't really decide. I just walked down the stairs and started running. Like it wasn't a mental Something decision. Something took over your body. Something took over. Yeah. So I walked down the steps. As soon as I got done with the steps, I started jogging. And then I was like jogging really, right? I wasn't like maybe it was the first time i ever ran and don't talk to me about i was uh i was listening to the andy frisilla podcast and he can pump you up he oh he totally pumps you up and his his uh his podcasts are like usually like pretty short so they're like 20 to 30 minutes and that like the intro that he has like gets you going too so like went from sleeping on the floor (laughs) (laughs) he really just pumps you up and gets you motivated so i was like and, you know, he's he's talking about, like, doing hard stuff and, like, getting things done. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm running. And I'm like, all right. Mentally in my head, like, after I started running, I'm like, okay, like, this isn't the best. But, like, it's okay. Like, I'm not dying. Like, mentally, I'm going to go to one mile. I'm like, I want to run until I hit one mile. Then I'll take, like, a break. And then, like, I'll keep going and go from there. And I hit the one-mile mark. And I don't think I actually stopped. Like, it was really weird. Like, I was just like, okay, like. Let me keep going. Let me see if I could, like I did one mile. Let's see if I can do two miles. And I'm like, okay, like when I get to two miles, like then I'm going to stop. And when I hit two miles, I think I stopped for like 
maybe like 30 seconds or like stretched out like a little bit and then I just kept going and I might I think at three miles maybe I stopped again for another 10 to 30 seconds and then just finished coming like all the way home and after that I was like wow like going from never running before for any distance never mind I think you know it was almost like four miles never running to being able to run four miles and really realizing that it's mostly just mental. Yeah. But Nick does a lot of, I do all sorts of crazy stuff. Very active. I am very, well, yeah, I'm very active. Well, that, that probably helps too. Like, I don't know if I would have been <laughs> able to hitting do the it. table. It just looks painful. Just I don't, like, I don't know if I've been able to do it forever ago. Right. But, ne- but yeah, I do jujitsu and I'm exactly. very active and I do have like decent cardio, yes. although I never ran per se. Yeah. But I feel like if you're doing cardio on a regular basis, then running is should be, unless you're me. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, running's great. Pretty okay. I, <laughs> I have a form problem. <laughs> I have actually watched videos on pe- on form and how to run and form of running because, yeah, it's we'll, a problem. We'll work on it one day. I one did, day. I, it's, I think it's re- I think you're overthinking it probably for the most part. I, I asked the one too. I hate it when he says that. Well, no, but I'm just saying. Cause I asked someone who like runs a lot, like when I first started running and he's like, I'm like, how do you run? Like, what's the right way to run? And he's like, honestly, it's just like, however it feels right for you. He said, slower than you think you have to go and you run away from your house. So you have no choice but to come back. That's a pretty good, uh, mentality. That and was I mean, your friend that told me what to do when to oh, run. I don't remember that. Yeah. I, I think it was when was. we went to Korean barbecue. Oh, maybe. Andrew. Oh yeah. Maybe. Mm. I could buy that. Mm. That's cool. That that is a smart move, right? Because because that is one of the one of the biggest problems. If you're running, like outside, it's very helpful. Because if you run away from your house, then you just have to run. <laughs> like you have to come back. You have to come back. I mean, technically, yes, you can walk. And back, then he said, I mean, "Run slower than you like." Almost feel like you're in slow motion. You know what? You know who this was? This wasn't Andrew. This was George. No, this was Andrew. Because because George told me he specifically runs like one and a half miles away from his house. So he has to run. No, back. but this was Andrew. 100%. Okay. So I'm we, we, glad that George does it too, but Andrew's Andrew. He's trying to take the credit, the credit away, away from, from you. You taught me how to run, even though I haven't done it yet. <laughs> and he's trying to take it away from you. Okay. I, I just, I just don't know Andrew. I love you, George, but specifically, and I know we did do you. Korean barbecue with George as well. Nick, you, I'm telling a story and you're like, actually it's this person that has nothing to do with the person that you're talking about. All right. That, like, we just happen to also do the same activity with. Okay, that's fair. We go to Korean barbecue <laughs> with everyone, just to be fair, guys. Um, I'm pretty sure Andrew's the one that told you guys about the yeah, place. So yeah, Andrew, that's why we went with him. But, like, also we Korean bring barbecue. everyone to Korean barbecue because it's our favorite, this it's specific favorite. place. Although there's a bunch of people that we're friends with that haven't gone. So if you want to go to Korean barbecue, let us know. Yeah. And we would love to go with you. Reach out to us. But I first, am, you need to subscribe and leave a rating on rating the podcast. And, and then we'll take you to Korean barbecue. And I don't worry about if you don't know what to order. I'm a professional. I order all the yes. time. I've I, probably which, been to this restaurant more than I've been to any restaurant. Same ever like if i was to say i've been there a hundred times like there's an over under like i don't know it's probably it has to be pretty close for a while more than that for a while i was going once a week and then you would go with me because i'd be like excuse me you can't go once a week and then not no i want korean barbecue (laughs) we do korean barbecue for dinner uh no but you could text uh chris and jill and see if they want to do korean barbecue do you guys want to do korean barbecue for dinner tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) anyway we digress we digress our favorite. Yes. So what else do we have to say about 75 hard? I don't know. 
know. Overall, I just feel like it's a great thing to do for mental clarity. It's a great thing to do for putting yourself first. Like that's what the, that's the era that I'm in right now. The put yourself first era. Um, so yeah, and um, if you take it one task at a time, one day at a time, it's not as overwhelming as you would think. Um, and, and just go into it with the mindset of you're not going to fail and you're just going to do it. Yeah. And, and if you know you have a tough day coming up, plan out your day. That's oh, as easy as that. Well, I would say plan out your day every day. No, I don't plan out my day every day. I, plan I out know, my but day it doesn't work day. out. The, like I mean, what, over 75 days, you're going to have to plan out your day because it's going to get really hard. If yeah, you but just if I know I'm having a day that I'm going to need to plan out, I'm going to plan it out. Like, for example, egg retrieval day. Got it. Got to yeah. be planned out. Yeah. Well, now you're, now you're basically off. So you can fit anything into your schedule at this point. <laughs> this is going to be difficult. Nick thinks I'm not working, so I have <laughs> all the time in the world. <laughs> That's not what I said. Okay. But you um, are not working. That is accurate. I am not working in the traditional sense. Correct. You do not have someone who pays you money. I do not. Mm, that's not true. Someone will be paying me money very soon. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. But I'm saying you don't have like an agreed upon I do not have a nine to income. five. Okay. I mean, technically, you never really had a nine to five. Technically, you, you I had an eight to, to three. <laughs> eight to three. Eight to three. And Even then better. I went to nine to two thirty. <laughs> yeah. So something, something in there. I don't know. <laughs> Those general hours, you know. Anything else you would like to reflect on about 75 hard? What was the biggest, like, you talk about, like, finishing 75 hard and all that. Oh, you were asking me about my wins. You do this because I haven't had a big win yet. You haven't had a big win yet. So finishing 75 hard? I don't know. It felt it felt pretty great, honestly, obviously, but it was hard. And real. I mean, it's called 75 hard. <laughs> it's in the name, right? It's meant to be hard. But I think one of... One of the worst things is like once you get to like day 50, day 60, like when you're like kind of like towards like the tail end of it. Nick, I said like 40 times. And <laughs> we're working on this. We're working on this. You're you you're you're two thirds of the way there. You're almost there. And there's only 10, 15 days left. And everything just feels like a grind at that That's point. That's the worst part. That's the worst part Ooh. because you're so close. Because in the beginning, you're right. You know, you're you're pumped, you're you're excited, pumped up. You're, you're excited. You, you know you're you're not fresh but you've only been doing this 10 20 30 days 60 days or two a days is hard and especially for me right like how you saw you know how i was doing it like i wasn't i was pushing myself like i was either going for a run my outdoor workout was either a run or uh or a bike ride which ended up which would usually end up being like a six or seven mile bike ride in the 45 minutes uh or i'd run like three to four miles and that was that was like my outside workout. Inside was either jujitsu or I'd go lift, and I always like lift pretty heavy. So I think, especially like towards the end, I was just kind of like shot, like doing that much work. But then, oddly enough, I think like coming to the end, there was like a light at the end of the tunnel. So like with with like the pat with like the last four to five days of 75 hard by the time I, because I was so close and I was so excited by the time I actually hit day 75, I, I literally felt like I could run through a wall. And I think that's, Nick can run through a wall. A lot. And, I th- and I think that's where I kind of like messed up. I didn't, I didn't realize, I think I heard something that said you were supposed to wait 30 days between phase between 75 hard and phase one, which is not true. 
that you you could you could go right into phase one from 75 hard. Oh, so next time you have to do that. So next time I maybe I'll do that. And re- and really like what that does is like you you kind of like are already building on like the momentum of your wins. And one of the ide- when you go from phase one to phase two, then you're required to have like a 30 day break in between because they want you to like take your foot off the gas and see what you do and to fill this time and how you go through and what you do without actually having to be required for it. Mm-hmm. So, I was God. So I thought I'm like so I think that that also like ate into it. I'm like okay like you know I'll take you know, some time off, like I need to like recuperate, relax, and then like I'll go back into it and it'll almost make it like harder because I, I'm like a masochist and I always want to like challenge myself with like unnecessarily hard things. You can do hard things. <laughs> I can do hard things. What were you going to say before I interrupted you? I think that I purposely started this at a time that I knew it was going to be hard because like between surgery, like I could have said, oh, I can't do it right now, but I started it anyway. And then like, I know I'm going to have another surgery and I know I'm on hormones. I purposely started it when I was <laughs> this hard because once we get through egg retrieval, it's not going to be super easy because we still have a ton going on, but my body's going to feel better, like automatically, like baseline is going to be better. <laughs> so like, it's going to be, it become easier mid 75 hard. Boom. Yeah. Right. So that, that's going to be your win, right? You're going to, you're going to have gotten through all the difficult times kind of like in the beginning and you're only going to feel better towards the tail end, which is I think really helpful. I mean, I don't know if I went into, I didn't go into 75 hard. Like I want to do this like at the hardest time, like it just happened to be. And like, I was like, Oh cool. Like this, like looking at it, like I knew it was going to be hard, but I, I, I started because I, I realized I just needed to, like do it. And one one of the things that Andy says about 75 hard is if you, as soon as you hear about 75 hard for the first time and think that you want to do it, like start the next day. Yeah. That's what I did this time. I like popped into my head and I was like, I'm going to do it. And and that, and that's one of the biggest things. Like you can't just like, you know, you, you, people get too, too, too much in their heads and they're trying to like figure out, Oh, well like maybe if I start on this day, like I, I remember I was in the Facebook group for 75 hard and like some of those people are super badass, like very inspiring. Like I'd see people like walking in minus 30 degrees in like Minnesota or something to do their outdoor <laughs> workout. But, um, you know, I saw some people also like, Oh, well, you know, if you start on January 2nd, the last day of 75 hard is like the day before, uh, St. Patrick's day or something. And it's like, Oh, like, like you guys are trying to like wiggle your yeah. way out of it. Like so, that's, that's not the way to do it. Yeah. So I thought of it and then I, actually googled what is 75 uh days from tomorrow to see i'm in a wedding in october so to see if it was like before the wedding either way i was gonna do it and it was and i had like three days of wiggle room and then i had surgery and i had to wait a week so now it's not but i'm still doing it anyway i don't care no but i i think especially when you do something when it's really hard that's what really kind of like focuses you in on it and like lets you be able to do it whenever you want and show you that you really have like that much strength i think when we did keto before we were getting like the first time before keto was i was actually gonna bring something else up but yeah, before right. before keto was keto and now like like now keto is like so much easier it's like, so easy <laughs> there's so many products we did it before before the products were before, available. before it was like popular i mean obviously like there was like low carb stuff that you could get but it wasn't like every other thing branded at the store keto like everyone wasn't doing keto like yeah. i told like, people we had to make a lot I, of stuff ourselves yeah we made like, a lot of stuff like dough there's yeah you could buy a lot cookies, of stuff everything but but i mean even at the time you know we were like oh we're doing keto and people are like what are you doing yeah we're like 
it's like you know low carb high fat it's kind of like atkins and they're like isn't that bad for you and, yeah. then, like, and now i think everyone's kind of figured out that it's pretty good but yeah. um, i mean i don't know if it's the best thing well no because i think it depends balance on the person is important it, it, i think it also depends like on the person right? yeah like, i is think it balance is important though and i think that like in my everyday life i would like a balanced diet better but Right now, it's, again, like I said, black and white, very easy to, like, stay to it, and that's why I picked that. But but I think also it – I mean, one of the reasons why I think it was easy for us, too, is – or maybe it just became that because we did it at that, like, hard time. Like, before we got married, like, I remember we – like, my sister's wedding, like, we weren't – we were keto. So that's what I was going to bring up. There was, like, a bunch of we stuff. We actually – not even keto. We like to challenge ourselves. Oh, okay. yeah. We, we didn't we, drink for a year. Stole my punchline. I stole the punchline, guys. We didn't drink for one whole year. One whole year without one drinking. Year. We and we and it was in our like young twenties. It was in our fun days. Yeah, when we used to go out and stuff. And so we went a whole year without drinking. And through that, we gave ourselves what was it, two days that we could drink in that year. And it was like two weddings. Right? Was, yeah, so it was no, so I don't I don't even know if it was a wedding. It was technically it was my sister's wedding, and then I think the other one was a uh, Century Cup for me, like uh, which no, is like. No, I thought we said Michelle and Derek's wedding we could drink. Maybe so. Maybe yeah. You know what? You might be right. You there might have been two. You had two, and I had three. Because okay. could we? Me, me and my friends play this game called Century Cup, which is like a hundred and five cups of beer pong on each side of the table with like five to six guys on each side. We've been doing it for twelve years now, I think, which is kind of pretty crazy, and it's really like the only way that we all get together anymore now that we're all adults and like have kids and jobs and like other important things and like that they have to do some people moved yeah right so it's like it's like the excuse for us to like all get together right, so you guys started out as high school friends you were all in the same town and now like you're definitely not all in the same oh town yeah and stuff, so. definitely not in the same town not in all the same state uh but you know it's so so that was like it was like yeah know, but so I after drink, but. after that that i think started I, why do we even do that I think I probably heard about keto on Joe Rogan. No, which no, is no, like, no, no, the non-drinking thing. Oh, the non-drinking. Um, was that a me thing? I feel like that was my idea. It might have been a you thing. I think it was probably to like help with like the weight, the idea for like weight loss, because like we were getting ready for our wedding, so mm-hmm. like we wanted to like be in better shape, like everyone does, and like look better for photos yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, and we went a whole year without drinking, and after that, after an entire year, did not drink, like. Once you start training your self-discipline like that, other th- things become possible. Oh, for sure. And then we never really kind of like went back to drinking after that. We kind of like lost that. And, and that's actually where, um, I mean, we drink once in a while, but like, do we go out? Like, do we just not keep, now. Do we keep drinks in the house? Like, no, you have wine I, from time to time when you like want wine, but it's not like, you, you know, like normal everyday people like go home and have. No, no, no. I know what you're saying. Every night. Yes. We have other methods, but I know what you're saying, <laughs> but. Um, I think no, because we still partied and stuff after that, especially after our wedding. We had some really fun times and still drank that, a lot after that, our wedding. That's not what I'm we saying. We just, though. but we we're never, not, we're we, not regular we were never drinkers. the people who had anything in our fridge. Like I, we never would come home. Maybe you came home and had a beer. I would never do okay. that. That's just not my okay. thing. Um, but we still like partied hard and had a good time of after course. that. I mean, it wasn't until we moved. I feel like I that, mean, like we stopped going out. Like as much, you know, all, partying because like, we were like I don't, really partiers. You those know? those things do not have anything to do with each other. I I don't drink. I barely drink now, and I still out drink half my friends because I drink smart. I drink 
beer or like I drink alcohol and then water, alcohol and water. And I'm literally always like anyway, okay. The this last is not about your standing. drinking. The point anyway. is, once you do a challenge like that, which is what we're talking about with 75 hard. Once you get into the habit, I think it's, it's more so. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying okay. once you do a challenge like that and you show yourself that you can do something like that, then your self-discipline becomes greater because you're like, wow, look at what I just did. Like I can do so much more. And then that's when like more possibilities kind of open up. Like, you know, like, but actually after we didn't drink for a year, I started going to the gym in the morning because I was like, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. I have so much more potential than I think I have. And then I was a morning gymmer. Now I'm not a morning gymmer, but that's no. Okay. So what you're saying is 100% accurate and true. I know. That's why I said it. <laughs> Hello. And I mean, I think, I think that's like the story about my running kind of like it's the same, similar like kind of idea. Like same, I realized, I realized like I challenged myself and did something hard and I ran two miles. Like, Oh, so now I, now I know I can run two miles on like zero prep. Like there's no excuse for me to ever not run two miles. No excuse. Like even, even after I took like six months off of running and now I started running again. Um, you know, I still like, I have to like run like I, at least two miles, like if I'm going to take a break and usually I try not to take a break anymore, but, um, sometimes it happens. But what I, what I, what I was going to, which I was originally trying to yeah. say, which I get, which was technically a separate point than you were trying to make was like, kind of like once you get into like the habit of things and like when you find like your like center point in equilibrium, like you kind of like stay at that. And I think one that kind of happened with us with the drinking, but also keto where because we like did keto, like very strict keto for six months, several years ago that's really influenced how we eat to this day like i remember when i was doing 75 hard and i i was i had to have so many more carbs than i was like used to normally mm. eating like and we were eating rice all and i was eating rice all the time and oh making rice, rice all the time it's become my favorite and, thing and like you realized like we thought like we thought rice was bad i because, thought rice <laughs> was high calorie and yeah. then i was when i was doing 75 hard the last time i was like oh my god it's not that it's not that many calories. No. Yeah, no, exactly. And it, but we had that like mentality of like, oh, it's like carby, so it's like not good for you. Mm -hmm. We think high protein, high fat mm -hmm. is better. And you know, I think I think it probably depends on the person. Yeah, and, like, and I think their high body protein, hot fat, whatnot. high fat works for my body for the most part. I well, I have a gluten intolerance. <laughs> in denial about. So. You have a gluten and dairy intolerance that you're in denial that about. I'm in denial about. I don't think she doesn't even mention the dairy correct. one because I don't think the dairy was correct. The gluten, I could totally see the dairy. Mm, she stopped mm -hmm. eating gluten and dairy for two weeks and felt a hundred times better. I so results vary. She also, thankfully, now I guess now okay. that she's on keto, has also given about? up the the carbs again. But go ahead. Gluten's go ahead. not great for you. No, gluten isn't great for me, hands down, for sure. I, I definitely. Have I've been but, but guys, and we're not milk. just saying we're not just saying I have an intolerance. I have been tested by a physician. A physician <laughs> who said. I have a gluten and dairy intolerance, but I think he was wrong about the dairy. Honestly, you're right. You're right. That makes sense. You believe the first thing he said, but not the second thing. Yeah, you because it's like, it's it's like a, a scale. Because so like, you you could accept not eating, which no, is kind of crazy. I cannot accept not eating gluten because your favorite thing in the world is diner toast. Diner toast. Diner toast. Did you get some diner toast when you were at the diner this morning? Of Did course. I get some diner Stupid toast? question, guys. Of course. I said, of course. Why would I get diner toast? I'm doing keto. Oh, yeah, you're right. My bad. But I mean, well, because you went to a diner this morning, which is like the first time you've probably been to a diner in like a really long time. Yeah, the Lindhurst Diner closed, mom. Yeah. But I mean, I think that's just more so of like, I mean, we didn't really go to the Lindhurst Diner. No, I just mean Diner's a drinking thing. And we don't drink that much, right? Because we're not fun and we don't party anymore, apparently. 
what I said. But. Do you see how he twists my words? <laughs> but now I think everyone can be a witness to what he does to me. Gaslighter. <laughs> I don't know if I would say that. I think you just like the word gaslight. I but love. <laughs> I love that word. You like. You like to say all the time that I'm gaslighting you, even though I don't even know if I am. He does. I'm also mansplain a lot, but oh. that's that's just a condition of being. They a man. made the word mansplainer for you. Like I just have like a lot of information that I feel like I need mm. to share. With everyone, no, 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 and that's, no, 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 that's actually why we have a okay. podcast, so I can tell. We're gonna I can wrap this. To all you guys. We're, yeah. we're gonna wrap this up, but before we wrap this up, I want everyone to understand Nick's mansplaining problem. Go for okay. it, okay? Because I I also don't know what it is, so if you could explain you, it to me, that'd be beautiful as well. You will tell something to Nick, right? So you'll be like, "Did you know that?" If you sleep eight hours, it changes your brain chemistry, right? So now, like, you're saying something like that to him, yes. right? And clearly, like, you're asking him, like, did you know that, right? Because you have more information that if he says no, you can give it to him. Uh-huh. He's going to explain the whole science behind <laughs> it to you. And you're like, I know. That's why I asked you. Okay. Again, I just, I have a lot of information. I feel like people want to know. I will get you a mansplaining badge if you want. I I'm okay. I don't need that. So, okay. So, let's go back real quick before we sign off for before the day. Before we wrap up for the day. To. Yeah, I got to get out of here soon. Um, to the Apple Watch. Because I know you <laughs> really Watch. want my rose gold Apple I Watch. And I would like an aura Watch. ring. No. Yes, please. Okay. No, thank you. Um, anyway. I get my own Apple Watch, guys. Thank you so much for uh, listening. Why well, I almost said watching. For listening to us, we seriously, 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 seriously appreciate. Really appreciate you guys. All of your support. We now have fifty listeners, so 50 this is our unique listeners, unique guys. Listeners, so this is our first podcast with an ad. Oh, it might be our Maybe. second podcast. It's gonna be our second podcast with an ad Why? because we have one more that we have to release before oh, this been, one. We already, yeah, <laughs> we we, we recorded three podcasts like six months ago and then never never really started them. releasing mm-hmm. them so we those have been releasing and these will be following them up now yes. as we do them more but regularly thank you so much hopefully by the time you listen to this one we have a hundred listeners maybe that would be fabulous um and thank you so much for everyone that's been sharing because we really appreciate we it. so agree we have the best friends and family in the world and the fact that you guys are just supporting us so much and sharing it it's just it just means the world to us and i hope that if not anything else. You come here and you're super entertained by it. Thank you for all your feedback too about our first couple episodes because you know we're learning and um, we will take any constructive criticism that you have to give us and we do not get offended and we appreciate you so much. We'll take any criticism actually, honestly, even if it's not constructive. <laughs> if you just want to be a jerk to us, that's cool too. And you know what? Um, put it on the podcast review. Yeah, bring the haters. Yeah, bring leave us on. a rating, rating and review. We should be on. All places that you could listen to podcasts. Not every single one, but we're definitely on Spotify and Apple. Spotify, Apple, Anchor, uh, Stitcher maybe. We're on Stitcher. And Anchor is not where you can listen. Uh, By Spotify, so it pushes through to Spotify. That's okay. Whatever. You're learning. We're figuring it out, guys. Um, Join our social media at uh, Good at Life Podcast um, on Instagram and Good at Life Podcast on TikTok. Um, If you're here, you probably already know about those two things, but we only have 45 followers on Instagram. We have 50 listeners. Wow. Um, You could also follow us on Instagram. Me, You can follow me at Nikki Toronto. And I think I'm Liz Mercedes underscore. I don't know. Liz Mercedes I'm underscore. Not. You should probably remember that so we can announce it on podcasts at the end. I guess so. My Instagram's not super exciting. It's like a personal Instagram and I'm happy with it. We'll I have, have a personal Instagram. We'll, just we'll have what links makes in the comments. Um, 
And of course, follow our journeys on YouTube where we go into detail about so much more of this. The YouTube is also good at life. Uh, we release episodes for YouTube every Sunday and every Tuesday we release our podcast. So um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Like, comment, subscribe, all of the things. And share the show. And share the show. Please, please, please. We appreciate you so much and we'll see you next Tuesday. Have a good one, guys.